This is Nicole. And you're listening to Buzzkillers! Buzz <laughs> <laughs> See, he doesn't listen to the podcast, so he Fuck doesn't her. know we do that. Bullshit, I listen to the old ones where you don't do that. <laughs> My mom said that we needed to do that, so thank you, Mom. I don't, I don't disagree with it. Yeah, we, we didn't we didn't really brand ourselves at first. We but were just I like, like, we like hi. But I liked it. Yeah, at one point you were like gonna call the people that followed you buzzard. We still do. We still do. Okay, see, I like that. I thought that was pretty original. Oh yeah, no, that's stuff. <laughs> we it, hey, at first we're like ah, da, da, and then we like tried to think of something else. And we were like, but buzzards is good. No buzzards is good. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, this mysterious male voice that you are hearing that happens to be my very own boyfriend Ryan. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking hope so. Otherwise, this is oh. awkward. This is extremely oh. awkward. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. He is here today because he has a little bit of a connection to the case I'm covering. That's Ooh. cool. <gasps> Insert gasp. Yeah. <laughs> gasp. Bum bum bum. <gasps> Thunderstorm files. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking Macy's delicious freaking hot chocolate. Because we are recording two minis in one night, so suck it! Yo! This is a very, this is a very refreshing drink. It's, 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 it keeps you fresh, very fresh. It keeps you fresh because it tastes like mouthwash. Or it, keep, it keeps you fresh. And chocolate. It tastes like somebody melted a candy cane in their hot chocolate. Let's, let's have another one. Peppermint schnapps. Yeah, so. Guys, if you haven't tried it, freaking try it. <laughs> It's not hard. Literally hot cocoa and peppermint schnapps. But so I make like, my hot cocoa very specifically. Yes, you do. So maybe it I'll... must be served at precisely forty-three degrees Celsius. It also overflowed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. And you guys noticed that I like didn't even like care. I just like pushed it. I know. It's like I had I burning been, like, on the stove. The out, and you just like turned around. and You were like, Bleh. I think me going Macy scared you more. I was like, what? <laughs> Because I didn't want it to like overflow and then burn your butt because you were leaning against the Oh, stove. there's a little lip there. <laughs> anyway, we try not to do too much chit chat during these little minis here. We're going to get right into the nitty gritty. And um, so, what are you covering today, Nicole? Guys, we're covering the disturbing case of Ryan Lawrence. And this, this is, I hate this case. Basically, every parent is gonna just hate this guy. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who has anyone who has any any offspring, whether it's adopted or other, they're just okay. not not gonna be appreciative of him. Okay. Today. Okay. He's not wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. But save save commentary for the end. I know you got your stories. But Coming up later. <laughs> to be heard soon. Well, because it's short. So sooner than later, but later. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So this is another kind of hometown one for us. This happens around Syracuse. Um, so Ryan Lawrence, he was born and raised in Baldwinsville, New York. Um, he was the youngest of four kids, and his childhood was kind of crappy. Um, he... <laughs> he had siblings? Oh, yes. I thought maybe there was a sister there, but yeah, he had he had three other siblings. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's new. And okay, okay, see, okay. I told you there was gonna be things you didn't know. Now shush and read. Anyway, keep Let going. Let me blow your mind. Mm-hmm. All right, so the 
he like over time like started to mutilate himself growing oh. up and he would often find different ways to like burn his skin and oh. like anything from just like matches to lighters to incense sticks he would like heat up glass and like put the broken glass on himself and like burn himself oh. um I and this on only got worse when in 2006 his parents got divorced and then just two years later his mother passed away oh so yeah, I remember that he had a rocky, rocky start. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and right after she died, um, Lawrence actually used an incense stick to burn a heart onto his chest for her. Oh. Yeah. Um. Uh, wasn't Dad divorced too? But didn't he? Wasn't he divorced before Ryan? I don't know. I thought for some reason he might have been too. Maybe. This is a mini. We don't dive that deep. Okay. Yeah, but I think. <laughs> yeah, I literally was like, she was born, and here are her crimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, bada bing, bada boom. I say this. This like plays into who he is. That's the no, no, you're fine. This far, but yeah. like, yeah, no, it doesn't go that deep. Because I couldn't remember. I, I feel like maybe there was, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's just that was the divorce. Like you're saying, maybe that was the divorce in 2006. That might have been it. But I can't remember. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> so. <laughs> Around the age of 16, Lawrence actually started dealing drugs, um, and he did so, like, heavily for about four years until he was about 20 years old, and then he kind of faded out with the drug scene. Wow. But during those four years, he did everything from LSD to cocaine to mushrooms to ketamine to ecstasy. Ketamine? Oh, he loved, he loved yeah. mushrooms. I remember that. He had a necklace with, like, one of those glass mushrooms on it. Like, you know the hemp necklaces? Yeah. Did he really? He had a hemp necklace, and then he had the glass mushroom on it. And then you would think, like, now and today in high school... A teacher would see that and be like, hmm. That's inappropriate. Especially with his dreadlocks and his long, you know, it's like he was playing the he was playing I the role. I did see somebody had actually posted his yearbook photo and he had really bad dreadlocks. Yeah, they, they were, were red really at one point. Wow. Okay. They were like kind of short, so they kind of like stuck out straight, straight from out. his head. Straight they out. They didn't like hang down, they yeah. like stuck out. He looked like yeah. a porcupine. Yeah, that was like, I think, okay. they, I, think <laughs> I think he had those more than once, but but I remember specifically it was in... in uh, Junior high, I remember them specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So, flash forward to 2016, and at this point, Lawrence is 24 years old. So, he is married to a woman, her name is Morgan, and they have a two-year-old daughter named Maddox. Her nickname is Max, so I'm going to call her Max. Um, he was feeling really hopeless. He was kind of working a dead-end job as a gas station attendant. His license had been suspended, and there was a $1,000 fine on it that he couldn't afford to pay. Oh, wow. Um, he was still driving that car, even though he wasn't supposed to, and the car was uninspected. Oh. Um, he claimed he was still really distraught over his mother's death, um, but at that point it had been like eight years. Um, but that's what he said. And all of this was just like causing a ton of marriage issues. Um. And then one of the biggest factors that really played into it was his daughter, Max, actually had a really rare form of eye cancer. Oh. Um, and they spent most of her very young life driving all the way to New York City to get her treatments oh. to beat this cancer. And um, it was really expensive and really time consuming. And they did, um, they did like, I don't know if it was a GoFundMe or something, but they raised donations and they raised about $9,000, but it just wasn't enough to kind of cover all of it. Wow. Um, but she did end up beating the eye cancer. Oh, it was okay. like a miracle and a half. She, she beat this really rare form of cancer. Oof. And she was not even two years old yet. 
Um, <laughs> so he claimed that all of the stress was giving him like some kind of psychotic disorder. There's no evidence of this, really. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> so he is struggling for a long ass time, and he's trying to decide what he wants to do to figure his life out. And he finally comes up with a plan. And probably a not good plan. Yeah, no, it's not a good. It's not a not good plan. It's not a not good plan. It's a bad plan. I don't know. <laughs> God. Peppermint schnapps in the brain. Uh, <laughs> so, on February 20th of 2016, he dropped his wife off at the Syracuse Mall, which is called Destiny USA, where she worked. And he drove off to a remote part of a nearby town. And he took his daughter out of her car seat, and they walked off into the woods. According to a psychiatrist report, Lawrence laid down a sheet of plastic on the ground before placing his 21-month-year-old 21 on top of it. And this is kind of a little bit of a trigger warning here. This is just brutal. He then proceeds to hit her in the head repeatedly with the baseball bat, killing her. Um, after beating her to death, he takes her body and the baseball bat and places her in a fire and burns her. And then he takes her charred remains... And he brings her to the Onondaga Creek, and he tosses her in. I wish y'all could see Macy's face right now. <laughs> I told you that was it's it's a terrible case. Yeah, it was. I remember it was all in the news. I remember Morgan had a had a statement where she was just bawling her eyes out. You know, talk about that. It was awful. Um, so <laughs> you should see Nicole just pat Ryan's leg. She's like, I'm gonna talk. <laughs> There's so much here. It's uh, like I said, I could have made this a full episode. Um, so after that, he drove home, and at home he recorded a video for his wife Morgan. Oh no! And this video stated that he loved his wife and he wanted her to have everything she deserved, but he quote can't do this anymore. Um, the video goes on to tell her tell his wife that he took Max, and at one point he says she's she's quote gone he does not say she's dead he just says gone so he leaves this video for her he drives back to the mall where he leaves his car for his wife so she can get home from work and he walks back from the mall to his hometown of Baldwinsville that's fucking far it really is (laughs) that's like like almost 10 miles yeah that's like 9 miles 8 miles or something so he does this wearing a disguise because he wants to evade capture. This is like right after he commits the murder, and at this point, nobody knows about it. Hoodie? Was it a hoodie? No, he had a wig on. A wig? He had like a wig, and he wore like weird clothing. Hmm. Um. So, yeah, this after this, he kind of goes off the map for a hot minute, and he it is, sorry, he had a plan of leaving he had gotten camping gear he had like a fishing rod food rations and he wanted to make his way all the way to ohio and the reason he wanted to go to ohio is he wanted to get to the ohio river and from there he was just going to let himself slowly run out of food and succumb to the elements so he could commit suicide and die in the ohio river and float downstream to the caribbean where his mother's ashes were spread in 2008 
That was a ridiculous plan. Um, <laughs> Again, so, I say, this doesn't sound planned out at all. No shit, right? Yeah, that, um, yeah, definitely. So Morgan came home from work that night, found the horrible video that Lawrence left, and she immediately called police. The next day, um, first thing, an Amber Alert was put out for Max. They said, oh, because he said gone, he didn't say dead. Yeah, okay. so they think at this point that she is just missing. They think that Lawrence has taken her. Um... So, she does a press conference, which is what you referenced, mm-hmm. and it is a horrible, tearful... Oh, God, it was awful. It was... It's heart-wrenching. You can watch it. And she basically is just hysterically sobbing, begging, begging Lawrence to bring Max home. She just wants to know that they're safe. So, um, another day goes, and the FBI becomes involved. Um, and this is the day that Lawrence is also caught by the police. So, a tip came in from a local thrift store. He was in there shopping. <laughs> um, <laughs> police came and stopped him and proceeded to try and question him. At this point, he was wearing a long, dark wig, and he gave a fake name to the cops. This is hilarious. The fake name he gave to the cops, he could not spell. Then they asked him for his age and his birth date, and his age did not match his birth date. And then they were like, dude, you're wearing a wig. Like, we know you're Ryan Lawrence. We know And at this point, he finally was just like, okay, you got me. Like, it was that fast. (laughs) Surrendered. (laughs) So the first thing they say is just, where the heck is Max? And all he says is she's in a better place. What? Yeah. So police bring him in for questioning. And he first tries to actually say that he gave Max away to another couple. Which fucking happens, and it's... I mean, if you're not wrong. Awful. Um, like, you just give your kids away. People on Craigslist, I'm not they kidding. They literally, like, sell children. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, probably not on Craigslist. It's, like, underground. Black market. Deep, black, dark web. But can, you anyway. tell that, can you tell that we don't know what we're talking about? I don't know about? anything about the dark web. Because <laughs> we've never yeah. been on the dark web yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> All I know from about the dark web is from Colonel Lines. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> So, um... I apologize, I just lost my place. Um, so after several hours of interrogation, he finally admits to killing her. And on February 23rd, just 20, just 20 days, two, three days, God, yeah. Can <laughs> I ever tell you guys I'm really bad at math? Um, just three days after the initial murder, Lawrence takes police to the site of where he killed her, and then he brings them to the creek where he dumped her. Um, they later that day locate her charred remains floating in the creek. Oh my god. Um, seven months later, Ryan Lawrence is uh, he pleads guilty to first degree murder in exchange for a deal that promises him twenty five years to life, making him eligible for parole at forty nine years old. Oh, fuck him. So, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, to this day, there is no reason. Like he has no excuse for what he did. Every time they try and talk to him about why he did this, it's just bullshit. He just spews crap. And it's not reasoning behind why he did it. Aliens. There's a couple things that kind of play into it, but everybody kind of is like, that's not right. So his main, main excuse that he keeps using was the financial struggles. He kept saying he was trying to save um, save Maddie. Save Maddie, I'm sorry. I'm reading Maddox and thinking Max. <laughs> save Max to save his wife 
he didn't want them to hurt from the struggle of the financial difficulties. Okay, but make your wife struggle from the loss of you fucking killing her and, kid. And it probably right. hurt a whole lot when you hit her in the head with a bat. That probably hurt so, a lot. I know you told me about this part, Ryan. Um, on the day that he killed his daughter, he heard his deceased mother's voice. Mm-hmm. She said, quote, let me take care of her. Give her to me. Mm-hmm. Followed by, you're selfish for keeping Max here while you're struggling, while Morgan's suffering. What? Yeah, he said he, he said he heard it. He said he heard her voice in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Aliens. So he was evaluated by a psychiatrist, and basically they said Lawrence does exhibit some signs of a non-psychotic mental illness, but not nearly enough to be diagnosed with it. Sure. Um, wow. And they say that his beliefs of like helping his family with what he did is just straight up delusional. Yeah, how, that didn't help at all. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, he also says, they also say that the planning ahead with, like, all the packing and all the supplies he bought and laying down the tarp when he killed her and everything, that premeditation also goes against any sign or, like, any possibility of another mental disease that he could have. So, like, there's a couple others that were possibilities, but they were, like, this level of thinking and the premeditation here cancels that out. Like, he couldn't possibly have this mental disease with, and think this way. When he, when he preemptively planned everything. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, there's so much premeditation. Mm-hmm. And they, at one point, ask Max, you know, if you were struggling so hard mentally. Wait, who? You said Max. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I looked at the word Max. They ask... Have another schnapps. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, at one point, they ask why... Um, they tell Lawrence, you know, why did you choose to kill Max? If you were struggling so hard mentally, why wasn't it the thought to kill yourself? Why was it to kill your child? Yeah. And his reasoning was he didn't want his daughter to be raised without a father. The psychiatrist also noted that they thought that his claims to like let himself succumb to the elements and his way of committing suicide was this whole shit. complete yeah. crap. Just they were like, if you thing. if you couldn't if you weren't gonna kill yourself and choose and chose to kill your daughter instead, you're not gonna kill yourself. No, he was just gonna run away. Yeah, he just wanted to run away from his responsibilities. So and succumb to the world, man. The in in an interview he <laughs> said that <laughs> this part gets me so he says he burned her body because he wanted to reduce the chances of him being prosecuted for her murder how how i could right and later he tried to claim it was to quote release her energy into the world faster and in that same interview when he said that the person was like um wait a second you previously said this and he was ha. like he literally was like oh yeah you got me it was that too piece of crap <laughs> pathological so, liar I, he just like seems like he has no explanation for what he did he's just a terrible human that's what I get from this I think you're right I think he was just he was just trying to exit um just and just, if you want to exit just fucking exit well just but you know leave. what I mean you know what I mean like like responsibility like no, just leave just leave don't tell anybody where you're going just get up just pack go. all your stuff in the middle of the night and fucking go yeah. and he's looking for that reset button and it's funny you say that because when um when they did impact statements during the trial, 
Morgan spoke and said he could have left Max with anyone. He could have called any of our family members if he didn't feel safe around her and he thought he was going to hurt her or something or he just wanted to leave. He could have called any of them and left her with anyone and, and just he chose gone. And instead, he fucking kills her. Um, so during his psychi- uh, during his sessions with a psychiatrist, um, he also told uh, told them that every job he had ever worked, he stole from. What? He, he, he stole money. He stole like little things here and there. Yeah, knickknacks. And they stuff. actually said that they think that he was like one of those people that gets kind of a rush from it. He's like a thrill seeker. Klepto. Kleptomaniac? No. Well, I guess maybe. I don't know. That's, that's what they are. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they, I they, that was just they like didn't a say compulsion a, to steal. Well, there's the a little bit more to it than that because he he was noted as he was like one of those kids that loved jumping off of high bridges into water. Oh, so and he's like, a thrill seeker. Yeah, he's a thrill seeker. Oh, big time, yeah. He, he lived for the rush, and that's what some people think that this might have been. To oh. kill her just to see what it would be like and see if he'd get a rush from it? Yeah. Oh, yikes. That's, um, that's pretty scary to think. He denied this heavily and was like, and he, he said, quote, I'm not this monster that people try to portray me to be in the media. You murdered your daughter. I'm pretty sure you're a monster. Yeah, you fucking yourself. bludgeoned your, your own fucking kin and then fucking lit it on fire. That's pretty fucking monstrous. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, this, this is absolutely terrible. I kind of forgot about this part. There's a little bit of animal cruelty here, so a little bit of a trigger warning. Ew. Um, Ugh. just a year before the murder, Lawrence's dog was very ill and really needed to be euthanized. There, the family could not afford to do it. Oh no! So he took the dog out into the woods, tried to comfort her, and then strangled her to death. Oh God! Oh what? my Lord! He crushed her windpipe <gasps> until she died. Do you know how much force it takes to, to crush a dog? your walking Well, for a pipe? dog? Especially a dog? Are you kidding me? That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, my God. I read that, and I was sitting at my computer just, like, open mouth. Like, yeah, I did not just read that. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. So, just after being arrested, Lawrence's sister, Shane Lynn, visited him in jail. And Lawrence was quoted telling her, I'm not sad in here. I found peace. I have peace. Yeah, because you don't have to pay for shit. Well, nothing anymore. Oh. He's in jail for his life. And you, you get three day. meals a day. And no rent, can... free heat. Oh, wait for this one. Free, free, yeah. Oh, no. Then during an interview, so she visited him. I'm sorry, I skipped over it. She visited him in March. Um, well, it was like before the trial. Okay. And that's what he told her. And then in December of that same year, after the trial... He spoke very, like, quietly and, like, very reserved in the interview, and which several times he apparently broke down during. He, oh. like, would, like, hysterically sob and shake. Um, and during this, he told the reporter that he was living in the hell he created. So, um, apparently he's at peace, but also in hell. He probably was at peace for like the first week, and then somebody beat the shit out of him. Yeah, child child murderers don't do well. Yeah, in prison. they don't do well in prison. No. Um, he did quote. He did say in um one of the interviews that he the first week of being in prison he was beaten ten times, 
but none of this is reported to anyone in the prison. Pathological so liar. So it could be complete lie. Yeah, he's got to be pathological. But he liar. did say that. Um, nice. And now he resides in Sing Sing Correctional, just outside of New York City. Wow, they brought him to Sing Sing. That's yeah. Yep. That that's what I'm saying. Sing Sing. That's a fucking. That's a prison. Yep. That is prison. And that is where he is. That's where the fucking mobsters go. That's like that's where they send the real fucking murderers and stuff, man. That's, that's like where Al Capone would have fucking gone if he was around here. I mean, this kid like clearly is not together inside. There's something. There's oh. like it may not be a mental disease. It, it's just like something is just, not clicked. No, the Marvels, yeah, we're always loose. He, I mean, what they 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 didn't even like diagnose him with like being a psychopath or being a sociopath. Well, I'll no. tell you what. I can tell you a true story about his his dad. So and and you know nothing against him or anything, but he did kind of have like a temper, a bad temper. Ooh. As a matter of fact, one time uh, in the lobby of a youth sports venue, if you will. He uh, he was right in the face of another parent, just screaming in this guy's face, oh, I'll kick your ass, and burr, 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 right in the other guy's, like, just lighting off on him. And then he ended up, you know, they, so they, so they, they called the, the league, and they reported him, and he got suspended from, from the area for, like, you know. The kid? No, 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 oh, the dad. Okay. The dad. Oh, okay. The dad got suspended for, for so long or whatever, but then he was allowed back in the building after he was after he had, a, like, witnesses that he apologized to the person that he attacked and stuff. But, so, uh. He clearly had a screw No, but too. the screws were definitely loose. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, th- I mean, if, well, if you're young, you know, especially now after, like, some of the, like, science classes we've had in college and everything, you know that, like, your brain, especially in middle school, junior high, early high school, your brain is still like a sponge. It's developing oh, so, so, m- oh, yeah. so much. And if you're doing acid, if you're doing psycho, psycho you know, yeah, drugs, your you're literally you. turning your brain into scrambled eggs at that point, basically. Like, it's just not going to be able to develop in certain ways and things like that when you're doing it all the time. It's not like you did it once. You know, you did more multiple oh, times yeah. all the time. They were going, they were going to... Uh, What's that freaking festival every year over in Schenectady or whatever the heck it is? What's that one? I have no idea. The festival there. Um, There's a lot of festivals in Schenectady. No, yes. no. What's the one that everybody goes there for? I can't. Strawberry festival. No, no. St- st- uh, Carrot festival. No, music, music. It's music. It's music. Oh, I don't know. Um, SPAC. 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 Oh, Saratoga Performing Arts Center. Yeah. Yeah, SPAC. Mm. That's everybody was going to SPAC all you know all weekend, just freaking getting blasted there, doing drugs and stuff all the time. But I remember uh, we were in junior high. And he was always late, always late to the first class. And the first class was gym. He was always late. And the, the coach that we had, you know, he was like, he was not military, but like he had like, dude, this is like, you know, he. It's this like, is like the umpteenth time you've been late. Well, well, yeah, basically. Yeah. And so the way that it worked was, you know, in the locker room, you had, a, you know, first period, they did attendance for first block out in the gym and you had to be in your spot, you know, basically like, you know how it is in high school. And yeah. gym. It's basically like military. You stand in your spot. Yep. I'm here. Blah, blah, okay. Do your freaking jumping jacks, whatever the heck ever. Well, you know, our school people stole and stuff. So they would lock up the locker room and it was the big cage, like, you know, the sliding cage doors and stuff that went all the way to the ceiling. And so this is like the millionth time that he was late, and sure enough, coach just closed it and locked him in. Did he really? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and and he said he would like like he gave a warning like weeks in advance like 
you're going to be late, you want to be a little baby, then, you know, we'll go ahead and keep you in there because then we know we can keep an eye on you. That way we know you'll be, you know, time in the next class. Or Did whatever. you get in trouble for that? No, hell no. Are you kidding me? No. He, I he, guess back then that was when teachers time. could get away with things It like was that. way better. I wish that was a thing. It was, it was, it was good. I just remember... I just remember being like in the gym and like he had friends or whatever, you know, that were there in, in the class too. And I just remember like the coach walked away or, or something. And so we're in the gym and it was just like a small little weight room. And then that was the locker room right there, like right around the corner. And somebody's be like, Hey Ryan, how you doing? And we could just hear like in the background, like pretty good. And he was, and he was going to try and escape. He like, he like climbed the cage and like moved the ceiling, but he realized where it was. He wasn't going to be able to get over and around it. So eventually the co- you know, the coach came and let him out, but, That's ridiculous. Wow. but around that time, it was either that time or the summer before that time. This is a really good example of how the screws were loose. Just like at a young age, this, I mean, I, I can't make this stuff up. You know, this is, this is this, this kind of stuff. No, I think you're making it up. Okay, well you can think that. <laughs> you can think that. But but so so it was either the summer before or that like, you know, whatever, that year or whatever, we were in junior high and he was telling a story in town there used to always be this construction that was going on, like over on the other side of the river, whatever, yada yada. And uh, apparently it was summertime and they were hanging out and his friend that was with them just like nature called, if you know what I mean. You know, um, okay. okay, and so this kid apparently with Ryan, or he told him like, hey, well, the construction site's right over there. I don't know if he was telling him that, thinking like there's a blue boy there or what, but he said it's over there. And so the kid just went behind a freaking machine and just, you know, but uh, he didn't want to do that. And then when the construction guy showed up for the next visit, they saw that there was like, you know, this just like human you know, Ayo. defecation, you know. Poop, guys. So Poop. Uh, he uh, he did, decided to do it in his sock. And then when he came out from around the corner with him, he was swinging it around the room over the top of his head. Yeah, yeah. And this uh, is the kind of stories that he would tell us about how they spent their time in the summer. I'm sorry. Wait, so Ryan did this or his friend did His this? friend did this, but he was with him. Oh, weird. How does someone... How does that? That doesn't sound easy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I guess if you got a, you can stretch socks. To delve into the yeah, logistics but like you have to be squatting and holding your back, your arms like, behind your back, holding a sock. I was gonna say you have to like hold it open enough that like your hands don't touch it, and then like six words. If you believe, you can achieve. <laughs> oh, okay. I had to count. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not good at math. No, uh, really not good at math. I, I tried to, I tried to so no there was yeah and i mean i remember i remember it was when we were in middle school so this is like sixth seventh grade i remember in middle school and i remember he made duct tape slippers and duct tape mittens and he wore them to school the next day and that was his thing for a while he was just like making things out of duct tape that, that was, was like, a fad but the thing was, is like I remember the mittens. I remember the I remember the mittens. Yeah, he had a wall. Yeah, but I remember I remember the mittens he made. They were actually like legit. They actually looked like whoa, yeah. That actually. I mean, they were. I remember only seeing him wear them once. But the, like the shoe thing, like I remember the shoes. He, they were like slippers, like slip on slippers. But he was out. And now this is guys. I don't know if you know where we live, but it's the snowiest city in the country. Syracuse gets a lot of fucking snowiest snow. city in the country. Meaning the country, Alaska does not get as much snow in one year as we do. Okay. They're colder. They just don't get as much snow. I'm so not ready for this winter. 
anyways, yes, I just moved here. <laughs> anyways, he's he's out in the snow in the middle of a winter out here in duct tape slippers. What the hell? He's I mean, the ice on the sidewalk gets two, three inches thick. Duct tape does not grip on ice. That's like you're you're asking for a recipe. So for he basically after. built himself ice skates. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something. Yeah, death trap basically. But yeah, no, he was definitely the screws were definitely loose. And I remember parents just being like, because we thought he like when we were younger, he was just a funny kid. You know, he was just like like I would never do that because I know I'd probably get in trouble. But that's funny, you know, like that kind of thing. Clown, kind of. Kind of, yeah, kind of like you know. But he just somehow always had like these friends that were like, you know, kept him popular, and they thought it was funny what he was doing. And next thing you know, he's a straight up murderer. A murderer. Yep. Who can't explain in any way what yep. he's done at all. Nope. Drugs are crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, if you seem like, you can see, like, brains and stuff after prolonged drug use, and they're, like, crazy. That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, like, you, like, holes in them. A pic, there's, like, holes in your brain yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so even though he wasn't using anymore, he used heavily for quite well, a few and years. And I mean, you know, yeah. and I mean, especially, like, I'm telling you, they were doing mushrooms all the time. That was, like, I, that was a thing. I mean, our school, people did that, and I mean, in the time... That was when pills were getting really popular too, but it was yeah. like he was staying. It was like he wasn't into that. It wasn't he wasn't into the pills. It was like he was gonna smoke as much pot as he could, and he was gonna be going to some universe. You know, he was gonna be doing something. He was taking handfuls of mushrooms or whatever. I don't know, but he they were always tripping, always. Wow, what a case! I know. Yeah, that's gnarly. People look crazy. Yeah. yeah, so there I saved, and just so if you guys want to watch, there are tons of videos from his trial. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. That's um, like Joel Guy Jr. Yeah. Every, all of that was televised. I Quite a few of them were on YouTube, so if you want to see them, they're in our sources playlist. I saved every single one of them. Um, <laughs> there's like, it's like statements from Morgan. It's his sentencing. There's statements from the prosecution. There's statements from the defense. Like, you can see basically all of it on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I gotta go look it up now. Yeah. <laughs> now we know what we're doing. And yeah. just like, oh, oops, that was my phone. When Sorry. you guys see a picture of him, he looks like he's got crazy eyes. Ooh. Like he just like looks like somebody that, even just like walking past him on the street, I'd like feel the need to kind of step out of the way. Oh really? He just looks. I don't know. I don't Homeless. Know. Not really homeless, but just like scummy and kind of like, creepy. Yeah, well, that's, you know, I guess that's my definition of homeless: scummy, creepy, you know, disgusting. That's kind of. He like kind of he. Not a murderer. Mean, he looked when like think of that, he had but... been a drug user. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Crazy. I really remember him. I remember I heard in your story. I remember you said he was a uh, he was dealing drugs. I don't remember him really dealing drugs. I would definitely I mean, say I, that he probably I'm going bought with that something he didn't flaunt. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, but I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, I mean, I know he definitely, because the thing was, is like, you knew he used, definitely, and you knew that all of his friends yeah. that were with him, they were using, but um, I don't really remember him being like a pusher man, you know, I don't really remember that, but I don't know, it doesn't mean he didn't do it, you know, it doesn't mean he didn't do it at any point in the time, you know. But yeah, I mean, do you remember, like, do you remember any of his self-harming or anything? With the burns. Oh uh, yeah, when you said that, actually, I kind of had like a little bit of flashback. Do I don't I don't know the one with the the incense, but now when you're talking about the glass, I I, I almost 
feel like I remember seeing that. I feel like I remember seeing that. But but it was always the smileys was a thing. I remember the smileys. That was always it's, happening. I, one thing I, I didn't really put in, but I did read, was that um, when they did the interview when he was in prison, he had his Zodiac sign burned into the back of his hand. Mm. For those of you that don't know, a smiley is when you heat up a Bic lighter, like by just holding it down and letting it heat up, and then you press it against your skin and you make a scar. That's a smiley. Oh, I thought you literally meant a smiley face. Thank you for explaining that. No. Yeah, I was I, like, what, did you just put a lot of smiley faces on? No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a Bic lighter or like a, or like a Zippo. You just light it and like let the flame be there for 30, 40 seconds. That's that? enough. And then, you just, and then you just dig it in. And oh, does it make like a... makes a scar. No, it just makes a scar that looks like the, the top of a, a lighter. But like, why is it called a smiley? Does it look, I don't know. Oh, well, I maybe it looks like that. I mean, yeah, probably if you do it right, it'll kind of look like a smile from the two divots from the... From oh, the... guys, I've never tried. <laughs> don't. Yeah, well, we're not going to try with you. Don't want to. <laughs> yeah, the hemophiliac should not try that. Oh, yeah, well, that would cauterize. Know. So maybe we should. <laughs> Let's not. You probably get a blowtorch <laughs> in here, right? Um, I don't volunteer as tribute for this. Come on, we'll do it with a corkscrew. It'll be perfect for you guys and your podcast. It'll that's, be fake. That's weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's where we make him leave. <laughs> but guys... That is the crazy ass piece of Ryan Lawrence and his poor baby Max. Poor baby Max. And I just feel so bad for Morgan. I can't even imagine the life she's living right now. Oh God, yeah, yeah. That would be horrible to have. And uh, one thing she did say um, during like the impact statement was like, "I was forced out of motherhood." Oh sure. Mm-hmm. And it's just heartbreaking. But yeah, so Macy, um, where can they find us? Yay! I can talk now. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Buzzkillers Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Buzzkillers Pod. You can find us on our very own website at buzzkillerspodcast.com. You can read cool things about us. You can see some of the wines that we drink. You can also send us a nifty email from there if you want. Or if you're feeling so inclined, you can send it to buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com if you're not wanting to go to our website for any reason. Mm -hmm. You can listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts. Am I missing one? Amazon Music. Amazon Music. <laughs> it's like there's one. I can hear it. <laughs> so Amazon Music. So give us a listen if you're listening and you're a continued listener. We love you. Yeah. Remember you to like, comment, and subscribe. Yes, like, comment, and subscribe. What oh, and said. our YouTube channel. <laughs> our YouTube channel. You can find us if you type in Buzz Killers, a true crime podcast. If you subscribe and we get enough people subscribing, we can have our own handle. So please do that for us. Please love us so that we can make it easier for you to find us. Yes, it's hard <laughs> to find us right now. <laughs> anyway. But thank you, Ryan. Yes, thank you, for Ryan, sharing for sharing your story. The hometown murderer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are quite a few of them. I Yeah, we're slowly finding out. Like, we tried to find minis for this. We asked some of our family, and they were just like, here's Ty- 18 cases that all happened in Tyler sent where me. Tyler sent me a cold case from 1967. That's cool. But there was literally... Half a page of research. They yeah. don't know wow. anything. Wow. And so I was like, I can't do this as a mini. It'd be 10 minutes long. Mm. Be a mini, mini. A mini, mini. Yep. <laughs> mini, mini. Mini, mini, mini. So maybe we'll tack it on to a mini in the point. near future. Because <laughs> it is interesting. They just don't know 
It's just like anything. Yep, they've got no information. These people and they, are they gone have and D- they have DNA. So if that person ever like got caught, oh, I hope it's like Golden State Killer where they, somebody does like a fucking twenty three and me, and it's like their cousin or something. Ooh. Yeah, Golden State Killer he got caught by familial DNA. Yep. Ooh. And so did the Grim Sleeper. Yep. That's becoming a big thing. So well, <laughs> but we've got some cool cases we want to talk about. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, until next time, guys. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye.